Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody it is time once again for the mainland podcast this is episode number 341 i am your host michael citro the founder and managing editor of the mainland.com an independent website covering orlando city the orlando pride and ocb and all things soccer related in the city beautiful really if you want to get technical about it and uh, we do we want to get technical about it and getting technical about it with me david rowe up in tallahassee how you doing dave I'm good. I'm still basking in the glow of that uh, nine point weekend. And but now I'm also looking forward to the possibilities of the, the upcoming matches. Yes, as am I. And I think there was a, a bit of business I want to start off with that we didn't get to that we forgot about in uh, the earlier show this week. And mm-hmm. I know there are people out there who think we may be swept it under the rug to uh, to to talk about our predictions for the galaxy game because we are wrong often. So I wanted to get that out of the way. What were our predictions versus the reality of a two nil Orlando city victory? We did not predict a two nil Orlando city victory. We did not. Uh, in fact, you predicted a one, one draw and I predicted a two, one loss. And once again, we were both wrong, but we were both wrong in the way that we like to be wrong. We'll take that kind of wrongness any day of the week. We enjoy being wrong like that. Yeah. That's the best way to be wrong. It really is. I mean, there's no other way to be wrong and have it be good. All right, Dave, the big news this week, Orlando city fans, if you are friends of uh, the mainland or the mainland podcast. And, and by golly, if you're not, what are you doing listening to this show? Uh, we got some great news. So we launched our uh, membership program this week at buymeacoffee.com. So what you do is you go to buymeacoffee.com and uh, slash the mainland. So buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. And what you do is uh, you can uh, check out the different levels of support that are available to you. So uh, you go and you check it out. And what we have is three basic levels. Uh, We've got homegrown player, which is basically a, it's almost like a tip jar just to set it and forget it. $5 a month, or you can pay annually and save two months uh, worth of payments. And it's $50. Basically Uh, you're paying 10 months and getting 12 out of it. And what that does is it just basically says, Hey, you guys are doing something we like. Thanks very much. Uh, Those are the basics of it. Uh, You get to support our coverage on a monthly or annual basis. 
and uh, we'll give you a shout out in our lion links. It's not bad. Yeah, we will. No, that's great. I, I can't wait to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, then our next tier is called TAM level. These are very nice. important players, $10 a month or a hundred a year. If you do the annual and the TAM levels, of course, you get a little bit more for your more money. Uh, you get uh, the same things that the homegrowns get. You get the lion link shout out. Uh, you also get a weekly informal e-newsletter uh, from either myself or one of our TML staffers. Uh, and maybe even a combined one. So uh, this is just basically us giving some thoughts for the week. You know, what what are we thinking about uh, in terms of Orlando City or the Orlando Pride or OCB? Uh, these are, are things that kind of are, are less formal than writing a story. Uh, it might just be something goofy that we're thinking about. But uh, this is stuff that we can, we can send you, get it in your email box every week. And you also get a 10% discount from the mainland shop. That's on everything that we control, which means everything except MLS store items that we have a few of on the, the mainland shop. So you go to the mainland.com and click on our shop and you'll see all the cool stuff you can buy there. And you will get a code for 10% off. There will also be future benefits added to this level. Are you saying that they can get 10% discount on the I love the mailbag box t-shirt. Absolutely. 10% oh. off. Yeah. Wow. I know. I know, right? <laughs> wow. Our third level is the designated player. These are the elite supporters. Uh th- we're limiting this one because there's a, there's a reason for that. But we're we're limiting that uh this one to 40 uh elite members for the designated player level. Uh, we'll have we will revisit this uh, because there is a potential that we might be able to open it up for to a few more, but right now this is a this is going to be capped at forty, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, if we even get anywhere near forty, we don't know how this is going to go. But it includes all the perks from the lower tiers. Uh, so the Lion League shout out the weekly uh, e newsletter. Uh, you guys though get a fifteen percent discount at the Mainland Shop, excluding the MLS store items. You also will get the opportunity, should you choose to do so, to watch us record live. Uh, well, it's not live. You'll watch us doing the recordings as we do them live uh, of the Mainland Podcast and or Scoperp Soccer. Uh, you will be able to watch those recording sessions. We will send you the link to the uh, podcast or to the Zoom call, I should say, and you will watch us. You will get to see us in all our glory all of the mistakes, some of the stuff that maybe it gets ends up getting cut out. We don't normally cut a lot of stuff out, but we do sometimes. And uh, and just our weird thought process and sometimes how backwards it is. Sometimes it's, you know, when we when we record one section that is going to go at the end, but we do it first and then we do the first section last. These kinds of things happen. Uh, this also includes our recordings with guests. Nice. So um, while we will not have your, uh, we will not have your camera or microphone active, you get to watch the whole thing. And, and, you know, sometimes those conversations with those guests before we record or after we record, sometimes you can get, get some cool little nuggets in there. There's yeah, there's absolutely some extra stuff that uh, goes on. You know, the most recently uh, our conversation with Haley Carter, Mm -hmm. we talked to her for like 25 extra minutes. That's 25 minutes extra minutes of just really cool stuff uh, that you, the uh, designated player elite level could have. 
Yeah. The designated player also gets one very, very special perk. Uh, if you choose to do so, you can be on it or you can just commission a podcast, a bonus episode of our podcast. It could be Scoperp. It could be the Mainland podcast. It could be combined uh, where we'll talk about the topic you choose. It can be just like our Ask Us Anything. It can be soccer related. It can be Orlando City related. It could be EPL. It could be. La Liga, it could be anything. It could be a Ted Lasso show. It could be whatever you want it to be. You're commissioning this. This is your podcast. You craft it. And you can be on it if you want to. But I realize there's some people are shy and maybe don't want to be on it. So you all remember in the dark days of uh, the MLS shutdown when we did our Marvel rewatch. Mm-hmm. That's a good example of the type of thing that you could do. Yeah, We could talk about a movie. We could talk about uh, our favorite albums. Whatever you want, beer. Talk about beer. beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there, are, there are no topics off limits. It's your commission. You do whatever you want with it. Uh, the only caveat is that that you it requires you to be a member for at least two full months. So, um, if you're if you're serious, if you're a serious DP, be with us for two months. You want to commission a podcast? You want to say, hey, I'd really like to know what. Uh, Michael and Dave think of Miss Marvel. Uh, you know, we'll write, we'll do a podcast and, and we won't just like do a quickie thing. It'll be, it'll be at least a good, you know, 20, 25 minute podcast. And, and, and we will, you know, you know us, we can talk. So chances are it will go much longer than that, but we will give you a minimum of a good 20, 25 minute uh, bonus episode of the podcast on the topic of your choice. There may be some topics that we're just not that conversant in. Like if you want to talk, I mean, I can't speak for Dave, but I, I probably could not have a long conversation about quantum mechanics, for example. I, I don't know that I could have a, a long conversation about it, but I, I do watch a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson. So, um, yeah, I, I could I could throw some things out there. Yeah. Well, but I, once again, there are lots of topics that I know absolutely nothing about. Yeah. Like if, if you want us to do a show on how to rebuild a carburetor, I mean, again, Dave may know more than I do about that or, you know, um, how to arrange uh, floral arrangements, you know, we'll do the podcast. We just might not know a lot about the topic. We might be uh, Googling things while we're talking to you. Some would say we might not know about the topics that we pick every week. Some might say that. <laughs> Those guys are I would, mean. <laughs> I would, I would say what what's going on in your life that you have to say things like that not being so mean to us all right um but anyway uh we're very excited about this program and this will give like i said the the folks that wanted to support us through the the kickstarter type campaign through our gofundme they got to do that that's how they wanted to show their support so uh the people that were waiting for the uh subscription service it's here and again there's more perks on the way also for the DP level. So designated player and um, TAM level uh, are going to get an additional perk that is not yet set up. I don't want to go into it yet because I don't know how long it's going to take to get that going, but um, there will be more added. And again, uh, if you don't want to sign up and subscribe and don't want to be beholden to always having something taken out of your account or once a year or once a month or whatever, the cool thing about buymeacoffee.com is on their page. Uh, if you see the membership at the, the top right, if you click on the little tab that says support, it says buy the mainland a beer. Awesome. And, and that is a, an opportunity where you can buy us 
a beer and it's basically it's a one-time tip and you can do that whenever you want yeah you can buy us as many beers as you want yeah so you can uh there's a little box you can put whatever number i mean you can there's little uh boxes or little circles that say one three and five you can buy us one beer three bar three beers five beers really it's a donation you're not actually putting beer in our hands that's up to us but yeah. uh the little box on the right you can manipulate that to whatever number so if, if you wanted for example to do two and there's not a little circle that says two you could just you could just type a two into the little square on the right uh and then uh, also, you can uh, say some nice things there to us uh, on our on our buymeacoffee.com uh, slash the mainland page. Um, and th- the whole explanation is there. It's it's what this is for, why we're doing it, where the membership funds go, uh, and what to do if you can't afford to be a member. Uh, there are other things you can do. So um, just check it out is all we ask. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm very excited about this. And for those of you are out there going but i actually do want to buy michael and dave a beer um there's at least a couple times a year i come down for matches and mm-hmm. i'm usually drinking beer so yeah. you can do it then yeah and i will say this here and i probably need to add it to the page somewhere if i haven't already that we are trying to put together some meet and greets uh we're just looking for some good time to- uh, good dates and times to do it because the basic problem is we have a small staff and a very scattered staff. Uh, there are only a few of us in the central Florida region. I'm in Orlando. Uh, Nick Josie's not far off. Then there are a couple of folks over in Tampa, Ben and, and Marcus. Sean's over in Melbourne. These are people that can get to Orlando in a reasonable amount of time. And then there's Dave way up in Tallahassee. Uh, it's a trip. Ryan, Ryan's in Kentucky and Joshua's in Chicago. So we're, we're kind of spread out. And, um, but we will, we would like to have a meet and greet with at least three or four of us there. And uh, we're trying to center it around like a watch party for an away game for Orlando city. And, uh, of course that, what that means is I'm going to have to recap a game, uh, in the middle of a meet and greet. But I, I have, I have every bit of faith that I can do that. I have utmost confidence in your ability to do so. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. We are trying to put this together. We just don't have anything we can announce yet. But the thing is, you know what that meet and greet is going to be for? It's going to be for our members of our, uh, you know, of our membership program. It's also going to be for our founders. So those are the folks that have helped make this a reality. Our move from SB Nation to independence, a reality. We are so geeked about the site. Uh, even as we find little glitches uh, that we're trying to deal with as they crop up, we're we're still just happy and energized in a way that we haven't been in a long time and excited to bring you new stuff. And we just wish there were more of us so that we could do that. I wish there were like three of me personally so we could bring you more stuff. You know, one way that that could happen is if some of our listeners and our readers want it to become contributors. It's happened before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh Ryan Smith, famously a former podcast listener and current podcast listener and previous co-host on the show. In fact, Mm -hmm. uh, he is, uh, he's made the transition from podcast listener to a blogger and he's done a great job. I mean, and like he said himself on this very program, if you can talk about soccer, you can write about soccer. You can. I technically was a reader of the site before I came on staff. 
True. And really almost every single person was yeah. other than me, almost everybody at least read one article and then went, Oh yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. So join us. Yeah. One of us, one of us, one of us, one of us. All right, Dave here. I wanted to talk about, uh, before we get to our guest this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about the month of May because it is going to be potentially the make or break month of the seasons. Yeah, it's significant. It is a big, big month and it starts this Saturday on the road at Montreal. They, the, the lions have played a, a bunch of home games, didn't take advantage of those home games early. And now several road games in a row. We got some fixture congestion. It is a big, big month and it starts Saturday night at Montreal. Now Montreal has been a, uh, probably a, a, a decent budding rivalry, but some of those players have left uh, that kind of helped make that a rivalry. But, um, and Montreal's off to a little bit of a sluggish start, but you can't discount them at Stad Saputo. Uh, then the team is staying on the road from Montreal to go directly to Charlotte for next Tuesday's uh, U.S. Open Cup uh, game against uh, Charlotte. And that's, Dave, it's never been good. When this team has stayed on the road for a second road game in a row, it almost always historically has gone not only wrong, but horribly wrong, like to the tune of giving up four goals wrong. Yeah, not good. And, and you know, there's some really basic reasons why that is. I mean, you're you're not in your own bed. You're not on the same schedule that you normally are. These are, these are tough things to deal with. And uh, it's, yeah. It's I'm not looking forward to that for them. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not a big deal on my sleep schedule, but still. And I understand why they're doing it, because you, if you go to Montreal Saturday and it's a night game, you're probably flying home Sunday, but then you got to fly to Charlotte Monday for a Tuesday game. So really, you're losing the you're kind of losing the opportunity to have a real training session Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. And you're not having a full training session on a game day. So by flying directly from Montreal to uh, Charlotte, the the thought is probably that they get to have an extra day on the pitch where they don't have to travel and everything. So there's some method to the madness, but I'm just saying in the past, that has been a recipe for disaster. And I hope that that's not the case next week in Charlotte. Uh, And then, Oh, by the way, you got another quick turnaround to go to Columbus, a good Columbus crew team coming off a loss at home to enter Miami. So they're going to be revved up to try to get back in their winning ways. And so road game, road game, road game. And then, Oh, midweek against New York city FC, always a contentious game. And speaking of contentious, then Dave, you've got uh, a trip to Miami on the 20th, again, short turnaround. Then you get a full week, but you're home to Atlanta. That is a very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Contentious month of soccer for these teams. If you look at historically the teams that Orlando City has been the feistiest against and the teams that have been feistiest against Orlando City, uh, you're looking at the Montreal, Columbus, Miami, Atlanta, New York City FC. That's pretty much everybody in that list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, uh. that's that's all of the regular. I mean, if you threw Nashville in there, it would be a complete set, I think. It really would. It's that's it's brutal. That is a brutal stretch. So we will find out a lot about this year's Lions in the month of May. This is this is going to be a month that tests the team's 
depth and the team's resolve and the team's skill and the team's ability to stay healthy. And oh, by the way, if they do manage to beat Charlotte on the ninth, then in two weeks, they'll have another midweek game between the Miami and Atlanta games. Oh, so I'm waiting for the good news. The good news is we're going to have a lot of soccer to watch this month. More soccer, better soccer. All right. Well done, sir. Way to bring that back for yeah, us. Not only not only that, but uh, I because so many of these games are on the road, I will not have to do much driving. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I have to say I am entertaining uh, a notion that I may go cover the Inter-Miami game on the road uh, oh. as because we had such generosity from our our GoFundMe that we can we can dip into that a little bit and do an away game. Um, and that one's a fairly inexpensive away game because you can drive down there. Yeah. Train, take a bus, whatever. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. So I'll have to see. Uh, Mike Ramajo from Orlando Soccer Journal mentioned he might want to go. So maybe we'll even double up and uh, save some money. Road trip. Yeah. Could be, could be good. Uh, I will say that the Lions have never lost when I've covered a road game. Oh, on the road, you mean? Correct. When I've covered nice. a road game and been there in person, 1-0-0, Dave. Well, this is all the more reason for everybody to donate and or become a member through the uh, uh, Buy Me a Coffee so that we can send Michael to every single road game so that the Lions never lose again. Never losing again would be amazing. Um, yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, they don't <laughs> always win when I cover them at home. <laughs> Well, we'll have to figure out something else for that. Yeah. But this, I will say the sample size is small. It was a, it was a, just a road trip to Charlotte last year. And of course we saw what happened at the end of that game with Tesho Agandelli scoring and, and uh, everybody's very, very happy. And I just said, look guys, I, I'm not saying it's because of me, but you guys have never lost when I've covered the road games uh, in person. So you might there think you about taking it. me with you. Just, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Until it stops being a thing. And you should ride it until it stops. Indeed. Uh, any of these particularly stand out to you as uh, games that you're looking forward to, Dave? I, mean, I know it's like there's rivalry games. There's a cup game. Uh, let, let's say if you had to pick two of these that you wanted to be there for, which two would they be? Um, I would definitely have to say the... Uh, the, the cup game against Charlotte, um, you know, starting the defensive of the the trophy. So I would want to be there for that uh, in the hopes that, you know, it gets off to a good start. And then I'm going to have to say Montreal, but only for the reason of that. I don't want to go to New York. I don't want to go to Miami and I don't want to go to Atlanta or Columbus. Well, Atlanta's home, New York City's home. New York City's home. All right. Well, I don't want to go to Miami. I don't want to go to Columbus. So Montreal. All right. And, and I'm not disparaging Ohio, but I've, I've been there already and I haven't been to Montreal. All right. I would probably pick of these two uh, or my two for the month. Uh, I would pick Columbus because it's going home for me. I'm from there. Sure. Um, you know, go to my favorite restaurants, see some of my favorite people while I'm there. Perfect and uh, family, friends, all that stuff, and uh, and and I haven't been to Montreal since like about two thousand and 
one or two. So I would like to go back there because, um, when I worked for the Panthers, I was, it was basically fly in, work the game, fly out. It was, there was no time to spend in the city except for the night that Scott Mellonby got concussed. My first road trip, my first NHL road trip, Scott Mellonby gets a concussion in the final seconds of the game. I had to go to the hospital with him and, uh, the rest of the team went on to Toronto while I babysat Scott Mellonby, um, overnight. And, uh, you know, basically it was spend time at the hospital, uh, get a cab, stop for food, go back to the hotel, stay overnight, go to the airport the next day. So I still didn't get to see that much of the city. Yeah. Not really a, not really a fun time. Uh, concussion protocol is, is not exactly, uh, uh, the way to party. No, it's not. And I had to, you know, I had to do the fun thing where you, you had to wake him up in the middle of the night, make sure he was okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I had to talk to his wife and assure her everything was fine. So, super fun stuff yeah so shout out to scott and sue mellonby <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago but uh very very much stuck in my mind but yeah that that those two would probably be the ones i would go to and and it, it is a very busy month for orlando city and a, and a very difficult month and a, and a very contentious month so uh, this is a month where Points can be gained and positions can be gained. They can also just as easily be lost. So this is, I think, looking at the schedule, May may end up being the most crucial month of the entire 2023 season uh, when you factor in the start of the the U.S. Open Cup and the various uh, Eastern Conference teams that they'll be playing. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue with that. I mean, just the, like you say, the the teams that they're playing in particular, and then also the the schedule congestion lends itself to you know it make or break uh i mean probably make or break but there's still a lot of season left after that but certainly influential at the very least yeah it will have a big big bearing on the fortunes of this orlando city club i'm glad um, you didn't use the word impact <laughs> no i missed the impact i wish there was still the impact yeah, me too. But now they're the clubfoots. What are you going to do? Damn you, Shredder. All right. Uh, Dave, we've still got to talk about uh, the Montreal matchup, obviously. Obviously. We, uh, we've we got to give our key matchups on our score predictions. We'll do that in a little bit later. We'll also take a peek in the mailbag box to see if we have anything. But we've got a special, a very special guest to get to first. And why don't we do that right after this? All right, joining us on the Mainland Podcast, we are very happy to have with us from Orlando City, one of our newest Lions, Dagger Don Thoralson. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thanks Pleasure to be here. Great. Thanks for your time. We uh, we have a lot of people interested in talking to you. So we're going to start out with some of the questions that our, our uh, members uh, who support our site has sent in because uh, we allowed them to do that when they helped us. Uh, move from SB Nation to an independent website. So I'm going to start out with those. And uh, I think there are, there are several people who want to know. We're going to start with uh, Jake Hinkle, Jerry Hogan, and John Kukor, who all ask the same question. They want to know, what are the main differences you see between uh, the domestic league in Iceland and Major League Soccer? Um, it's, a, it's a big difference. Compared to you can say like compared to the the league standard, of course the 
everybody here are professional in this league. And in Iceland, you have a lot of, you have some professionals, but most of the guys are doing school or doing work with with football. Mm. But but in this league, like the physicality, the the stamina of the players, the quality, you have a lot of at least in in Orlando, you have a lot of South America technical guys. So it's in Iceland, it's a lot of like fighting and and not as technical. And the league, of course, is much bigger here and more money like in the league. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's very helpful because uh, we got uh, three questions out of the way all at one time. Yeah. But, <laughs> thanks to Jake Hinkle, gold, gold founder, Jerry Hogan, and John Cooker, both at the platinum level. Uh, our friend David Victor wants to know who should be nicknamed the Viking on Orlando City, Dogger Don or Robin Janssen, and can there be two Vikings? Yeah, definitely can be two Vikings. In Iceland, we have always, they always talk about 11 Vikings in one team, like when we're playing in the, at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And then you have one main Viking. I'll give Robin that. He's the main Viking. I can be the tag one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, thank you, David. Victor, for the question. Christian Aleva wants to know, he's heard of an Icelandic Christmas tradition that involves the Yule lads that visit over the course of 13 nights. Is this a, is this a true practice that you participated in? And if so, what was a memorable memorable gift left in your shoe? Uh, it's true. It's actually true. But <laughs> I'm just thinking like the, the most because if there's there's a thing in Iceland that if you if you behave badly, like if you behave badly. So when I was young, like around six or seven, I think I didn't have a good day, or and I behaved very badly and I did some bad things. No, and that day. In Iceland, you either give, like the, the Santa Claus either gives uh, an orange, which is not that bad, but I got a potato with like horns in it, which means like, <laughs> or it had like something in it. And when I woke up, I I took the carrot and threw it out of the out of the house because I didn't want to tell my mom that I got a, that I got a, <laughs> a potato in my shoe. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christian also wants to know, and this, you might not get this reference, but he wants to know, do you love the mailbag box? Because I love the mailbag box. That is what we call our uh, our, our listener mail. We call it uh, our mailbag box because I can't talk. So I tried to say mailbox and mailbag at the same time, and it came out mailbag box. So do yeah. you, in fact, love the mailbag box? I, I, I love it. There you have it, folks. Dogger Dan <laughs> loves the mailbag box. Uh, thank you for that. Ryan Smith, who's not just a founder, but also a staff member, he says, you play several positions, but what is your actual preferred favorite position and why? Uh, this is a very good question, which uh, I've been trying to think about for a long time. And I don't actually know the answer, I don't actually know the answer, but uh, like I was bought as a box-to-box midfielder. And of course, that is my preferred position. But I also really like the, like the either wing position, like in a, where I can like come inside. That's like for me. That's that's where I think like I can I can create a lot and can cause a lot of damage because I can explode through through defenses. So I like that position also. So these two positions are like I would say my main. Okay. But I haven't I haven't gotten like any like I can't tell you like this is my position because I don't know actually. All right. Uh, Brian Fergala 
asks, what has been your favorite restaurant or food in Orlando? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I went once to uh, Prado, I think the name is. That was very okay. nice. Very nice. Got some Italian food there. Then we went to the boys. We had like a, a dinner before the season. We ate at a, I don't remember the name of the of the of the restaurant, but it was very nice though. But Prado, I would say. Okay. Very he nice. also wants us to wish you a happy belated birthday. Ah, thanks for that. Thank you so much. We we also would like to uh, to wish you a happy birthday. A little bit late, but I uh, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. All right, Andrew DeSalvo, one of our Platinum founders, asks: Did you play any other sports growing up, or as the son of a pro soccer player, were you singularly focused on soccer only from a young age? No, I actually uh, I did some basketball. I did a little bit of handball, but not that much. And then I was in gymnastics. My mom was a gymnastic, so I did like a little bit of that also. Okay, great. Hey, that's all of our founder questions. Now we get to actually ask you some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I want to start out by asking you what the, um, what was the process like for you joining Orlando city? Like when, you know, did they reach out through your agent? Did, you know, how did you hear about it? And, and how did that sort of, did you meet with Luis Muzi or, you know, just talk me through the process. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, so I just finished my season in Iceland and I had a pretty good season. Um, and I heard there were some rumors about some clubs, uh, for example, like in Holland. And then all of a sudden that broke down and, and then it was like, okay, we just need to stay in Iceland and like keep going. And I was like, okay, it's no problem. And then my agent called me and told me that he had heard from Orlando that they were looking for a midfielder, like a box to box player who could eventually become a, a a regular starter but like a young prospect who could become good and i fit the profile and and they were like just still looking and i had a meeting with some of the scouts in orlando uh through zoom and then i went to an international like we had a a national meeting i was playing with the national team mm -hmm. and i played two very good games and there were some scouts from orlando there and after that, after that, like these two games, everything went like quite fast. I got a call and they told me like, we want to sign you. And then I went out, I think around the end of January and everything just like happened pretty quickly after that. Nice. Uh, so obviously now you've, you've been in Orlando for a while. You've, um, you know, been with your teammates, uh, gotten to see how Oscar does things. Um, I know that I, I heard that you you now speak a, a un poco de español. Um, yeah, I'm uh, all the South Americans. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm doing, I'm starting classes now in, uh, of course, just myself, Duolingo, but I'm starting now where I'm going to, I think like 20 minutes from my home. I'm going like to a class with five other people, which I'm just like, I found, or the club found me a teacher and, and, and some class. So I'm doing one week. One time a week for three hours for 20 weeks. Nice. So um, going along with that, um, how have you found it uh, playing with, you know, all the South Americans and all the Spanish speakers? And of course, Oscar, you know, speaking Spanish, you know, how's that, how's that adaptation been for you? Uh, I've done it. I did it in Belgium and I did it in Norway as well when I was younger. So it's not new. 
but of course it's another language and i speak like three languages now but it's it's better once like for example when you're on the pitch and you want to be able to maybe say like what do you want from me or do you want me to do this or can you do this and and stuff like that that you can't and it's hard when you can't like communicate properly with the players so for me that's the only thing that bothers me but like it, it didn't bother me at the beginning but like for example in norway everybody speaks english and in belgium a lot of people did that also but here some people don't speak like any english so for me then i was like okay well then i'll just speak spanish yeah we feel like they they don't want to learn english so they don't have to come on our show with us <laughs> no i don't think so <laughs> um so you've been in a few games obviously there was a lot of rotation early in the season with champions league and everything um so far in the in the time that you've played what is it about your game that you would like to improve so that you can, you know, see more minutes and, and get on the field a little more? Um, I would say it's a decision making when I have the ball, like uh, when to do, when to like look around and see if I have space, when to turn, when to go, when to shoot. But of course, a lot of this stuff comes with a playing time, but you can still do it in training. But I would say, for me, it's just about like keep going, and then I know it's gonna come. But it's about like I would say like decision making is the the main part for me that needs to improve. Well, with the uh, congested schedule uh, coming up here in May, six matches, I would imagine you'll probably get some uh, playing time to maybe work on that. Uh, do you think it's advantage for you? You know, having the ability to play so many different positions of it. Does, uh, as Oscar told you. I'm going to plug you in here. I'm going to plug you in there based on, you know, uh, the rotation. Uh, no, he hasn't actually. Uh, we're just preparing for the game against uh, Montreal now uh, next Saturday. Uh, so we'll probably see the squad, uh, the team for tomorrow, like in tomorrow's meeting. And like, he's always just focusing on one game at a time, which, which is understandable. But I should say we have like five games in, I don't know, 12 days, 13 days, something like that. So, we probably need to rotate the squad a little bit, so I'm going to be ready if the call comes. So the club is about to start its U.S. Open Cup uh, run here pretty soon uh, after you guys get done with Montreal. And you just had the ring ceremony from last year with uh, everybody getting their rings who were on the championship team last year. Uh, did you get a chance to look at those really nice rings and, uh, and, and maybe feel like uh, you want one of your own for next year? Yeah, we had like also like a 30, 40 minute video of them going. It was like a 30, 40 minute video of them, like of all the competition, all the games. And it was very cool. And and we were all talking about it. And everybody in the squad, like we have a goal and, and we want to, of course, win win it again. And, and hopefully win the big, big, big cup also, the, the MLS Cup. Excellent. Um, so. You know, looking ahead, and yes, Oscar wants one game at a time. But looking ahead for you for the season, um, yeah. what do you what are you hoping to accomplish on an individual level? Um, I want to score some more goals, uh, and of course, assist more. I have like one assist now in seven games, which is not the best stat. Uh, and like I'm a midfielder that wants to be in the box and wants to give. Give assist to my players, so that's like 
if I and as I say, if I want to play, like you need to show something, and that's by giving the team some goals and assists. So, of course, that's something that I'm that I'm looking forward to. That's when it happens. You you mentioned scoring goals. You've come very very close on a couple of your shots this season. Um, just give us a preview. What does a dogger down uh, goal celebration look like? What do you do when you score? What's your thing? What's your go to move? <laughs> That's a good question. I always did when I was younger. I did the Duncan like up and over because I was in gymnastics, but I just quit that. So usually I just jump up and go like this, but I might need to find some something new. <laughs> Everybody have their own celebration. Excellent. So you know we've, we've talked about you know getting near your teammates. Is there anybody in particular or any any of the guys who are, are veterans that have um, and taking you under their wing that are, are helping you adjust uh, to your your new club? Uh, yeah, like Robin helped me a lot, of course, from, he's from Sweden. So we speak, I can speak his language because I speak Norwegian. So he helped me a lot and, and we're good friends actually. And then of course the captain, Mauricio Perret. Mauricio is like, he's a great guy and he's, I would say he's one of the best players I've ever played with. So like just talking to him and, and he, he mentors a lot of the younger guys. So, so I would say these two, at least in the beginning. And then, then you're getting like, along the way you you get some others but these two okay guys all right dogger damn before we let you go i just wanted a, a couple last quick questions um you guys finally got the breakthrough at home it, it had been a few games since you got a home win what was that i mean we could hear a little bit of it in the uh, press conference you guys celebrating after the after the game what was it like in the locker room after you know beating the galaxy and finally getting back on the in the winning uh, in the win column for uh, for your home fans it was it was very nice we knew that there was a pressure from of course the fans to to start winning at home and and we felt it everybody felt it and, and we wanted to give the city and the fans the win that they de- that they deserve so after the game it was like a big relief for everybody like 5 kilos off their shoulder and now it's just about keep performing and keep playing and, and keep winning these games at home because we need to make Explorer Stadium. We need to make it like that when you come there, you fear, you fear that you just know you're not going to get a point. You just, mm-hmm. and that's, that's something that we need to, to create as a team. Well, we like to hear that for sure. Um, have you had a chance to study Montreal yet? Do you, do you have a good idea of your game plan going in already? Or is that something that gets installed the next day or two? Uh, I would say it gets more like tomorrow. We, we have like a big meeting probably, I would say. Uh, and then, then, but like it started, what, yesterday we had some meeting and then we have today some tactical stuff. And, and, and then, then we go into the big, big things uh, tomorrow and Friday. All right. Well, Dagger Don Thoralson, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you coming on the show and and giving us a little bit about your background and and answering our founders' questions. Thank you so much and, and best of luck to you the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, Dave, we are back. Big, big thanks to Orlando City midfielder Dagger Don Thoralson for coming on with his very cool name. Uh, it was really great talking to the Icelandic midfielder. And I believe this is a guy who's going to play a bigger role as we move through this month of May with uh, all of the fixture congestion and all of the rivals and all of the various uh, competitions going on. Well, when you've got a guy like 
him that can play in multiple positions and and do so effectively yeah he's he's an obvious choice i mean you know we used to call kyle smith the swiss army knife and that was just because he could do you know three positions let alone you know four or five like dagger dan so um yeah no it's, he's going to be important is there such a thing as an icelandic army knife i don't know but let's assume it there is and it's called dagger dan okay it is now it is now so it is written so it shall be done all right there's... dave uh let's check in the mailbag box uh there's two ways you can ask us anything and one of them is to just simply hit us up on twitter at the mainland and if you hit us up on twitter at the mainland use the hashtag ask tmlpc so we can find it very easily because we get added a lot <laughs> there's a lot we of do. notifications so please uh, use that hashtag ask TMLPC. You can also email us at the mainland at gmail.com or you can go to the mainland podcast page at the mainland.com and uh, just scroll down past the player with all of our podcast episodes in it. And beyond that player, you're going to see a form. You can just fill that form out and it will email us for you. Do you know why people should do this? Why is that? Because I love the mailbag box. It's a good reason. I thought so. All right, no email, <laughs> no Twitters. <laughs> oh, well. All right. I still love the mailbag box. Get your questions in for next week. The mainland at gmail.com or at the mainland with the hashtag AskTMLPC. Also, please rate us, review us wherever you get your podcast. If you give us a five-star rating with a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on this show. Yeah. Dave Montreal is the team we will see the Lions play next this Saturday night, 730. And uh, it's a doozy. It's a doozy, Judge. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, Romel Kyoto and company, and they are coming off a win against Sporting Kansas City. And, uh, you know, I don't know. the This year's Montreal team is not off to a great start, but... I just feel like they're a dangerous team. I feel like they're always a dangerous team, especially for Orlando. They are. And, you know, look, it's it's an away match. That's always problematic. Uh, now, I know, yes, Orlando City has done better away, um, you know, in the first part of the season. And that's all well and good. But uh, you, you got to, you know, break the passports out for this one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and so that provides its own challenges. Um, we should also mention that... Um, you know, yes, they defeated the Red Bulls um, two nil, and that was um, with one of their players getting a red card, which we'll talk about in a bit. But uh, prior to that, they also had a Canadian Championship uh, preliminary round match that, again, against a lower level you know team, but still they won that one till two nil as well. So they've, they've scored some goals recently. Yeah. Now they don't have Kamal Miller anymore. They've shipped him off to Miami. Mm hmm. Because uh, that Miami series wasn't contentious enough. Right. Uh, but now he's no longer at Montreal. Montreal enters this weekend at 3 6 and 0, oh, Dave, but 2 and 1 at home. So still difficult to go north of the border and come home with points. Uh, mm -hmm. The problem with Montreal this year seven goals scored, 17 conceded. That Oof. is, uh, that's a lot of goals conceded. That's seven more. Then the Lions, who are at an even 10 goals scored, 10 goals conceded this year for a, a zero goal differential. 
Uh, Montreal had a negative 10 goal differential, but, uh, and again, they just, they just beat on a, a pretty pathetic Kansas city team. That's Oh seven and three. So, you know, that's, that's not great. It's not, it's not considered a great win, but it was on the road, their first road win of the year. So they'll have a little bit of confidence from that. And again, this is a team that's get, got some guys that have hurt Orlando in the past. Romel Kyoto obviously is yeah. he guy there. Uh, also, um, they acquired Bryce Duke from Miami in that trade. So he's a guy that you'll have to watch out for. And uh, they also have um, Rudy Camacho, surprisingly, has been a guy who has hurt Orlando on the scoreboard. So set pieces are going to be a thing that Orlando really needs to watch for because uh, he has been uh, an unexpected thorn in Orlando's side on set pieces. He has. And, uh, you know, I, I mentioned, uh, uh, a minute ago that they had a red card against the, um, uh, Red Bulls and, um, uh, Ilias, I'm going to mispronounce the name. I think it's Ilias, uh, was the one that was sent off. Obviously he served that red card suspension, but, um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be back. Uh, he's a young player. How much he's going to be able to be a problem that we won't know because we haven't seen him before. Hmm. Okay. So you're saying if we haven't seen somebody, then we don't know that much about them. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, we saw what Duncan McGuire can do against the people who haven't seen him. So true, true that. So, um, yeah, this is a, a game that Orlando will think they can get three points from, but mm-hmm. we also don't know how they're going to rotate given the fact that they're going to be on short rest uh, to begin their title defense. We know that they take, the U S open cup very seriously. And they usually put strong lineups out against other MLS sides. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they, if they had gotten to start this, uh, this competition against, uh, a lower level team, they might have played a bunch of backups, but they're going to want to probably play some of their stars. And I think that maybe we can look back to champions league to see how they're going to do this in terms of having, like maybe Torres play a half and then Ojeda replace him in a half, the second half, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think we might see that again. Well, and that speaks to what we were, you know, talking about with uh, more time for, you know, the dagger Dan's of the team the, you know, who haven't been getting the starts, they're going to get more playing time uh, during this stretch of matches throughout May. And that's, it's going to be important. Um, also getting, hopefully getting some players back healthy um, because once again, um, we don't know how long Duncan's going to be gone, but it would be nice to have him back to mm-hmm. get to spell Cara. Um, and yeah, there's, there's, there's questions going into it, but as far as the, the match at Montreal, um, best guess they're going to, you know, you're going to get your best 11 to start how long they stay in. Um, will, I mean, it's going to depend on how the game's going, honestly. Um, if Orlando is able to get up ahead, you'll probably see some substitutions earlier, but um, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. My my guess is normal starting eleven, and then see when you can take off uh, different players. Yeah, I think you may sneak in a, a non-starter, one or two against Montreal, and then um, you know sort of do it in a different position against Charlotte. So it it could be a case of where you maybe see like Araujo and Wilder Cartagena in the central midfield in one of those games and Araujo and um, Felipe in the other one. Sure. 
uh, that kind of thing well, might happen because that, I mean, this team does have depth this year. They have players that they can play. And, it, and even if Duncan doesn't play, you know, you'll see Ramiro Enrique at some point or Chancaro's back. Uh, Duncan was questionable. So we'll see if he makes the team sheet on Saturday. That's going to probably tell us a lot because if he's on the bench for that, then he's probably starting against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would agree because if he's going to make the, if he's going to make the trip up North, then that's going to be a big indication. Yeah. Um, player management is going to be huge this month. We talked about it earlier in the show. So uh, it's going to be difficult to know exactly who's going to be where and in which games. And with that, let us now make predictions and pick our key matchups. Dave, what's your key matchup <laughs> and prediction for Saturday night? <laughs> All right. So look, the, uh, the lions on the last uh, couple of uh, away games have managed to score uh, two goals. And I think they're going to need to do that again uh, up in Montreal. So I'm looking for Cara Ojeda. I'm looking for the DPs, whoever's whoever's out there to contribute goals again. Um, let's make it a regular thing. That's going to be important. That will set the tone. Um, I don't care if somebody else gets in there and scores a goal, but I need I'm, I'm wanting at least one DP, uh, one of those three to get on the score sheet. Um, because I think getting those goals against uh, Montreal in their house is going to be very important for coming away with three points. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Uh, what do you got for a score? Um, I'm going to go. I'm being pessimistic, so I'm going to go two-two draw. Okay. Uh, it's very, very hard for this team to score on Montreal uh, with Camacho, Waterman, uh, Wanyama, good defensive mm-hmm. players. Um, I'm going to say uh, with some of the rotation that they have to do, I don't I don't actually know if Montreal's playing midweek um, in the Canadian Championship. I haven't looked that far ahead in, in that, that particular competition. I probably should have, but I will say... Uh, well, let me give you my key matchup first. I, I think for sure it's Orlando City's uh, offense going up against the the those center backs who have been hard to to, to get by in the past. Uh, they've got um, you know pretty good mobility. They're big guys. It's hard to score on them on set pieces for, or it's hard for Orlando to score on anybody on set pieces. They haven't done it yet. Um, and Wanyama is a, is a good Hoover in front of that back line. So I think that's going to be the key. Can they score goals will determine whether or not they can win. I think they'll score a goal, but I think they'll concede one. I, I'm going to go one, one draw here and give uh, Montreal a home draw and give Orlando uh, continue the unbeaten streak on the road, but not the whole three points. And I think uh, rotation may, may be the culprit there. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. So, all right. All right well, As always, we'll come back next week and see how we did. And uh, that's not good. We both both predicted a draw. I don't think things went well the last times we've done that. No, but it was a home loss. So I'm looking back. I'm trying to see last time we did before that. Actually, the only two times this year that we both predicted a draw, or excuse me, three times, uh, all were at home. So there's that, uh, and it was one, one, and one. So, okay, who knows? All right. Well, like I said, we'll come back next week. We'll see how we did. But I think, unless you got anything else to add, I think we're done for uh, episode three forty one. I think that's going to do it. Let's uh, let's enjoy this this weekend. 
All right. Once again, we want to thank our guest, Dagger Dan Thoralson. Uh, we want to thank the Orlando City comms staff for setting that up. Appreciate that. Uh, make sure that you like us on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at the mainland. Follow Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave. Follow me at mainland Michael. And uh, if you're a Pride fan, follow at Scoperp Soccer and make sure you subscribe to that particular podcast so you can get our thoughts on the Pride, who uh, had a big win this week. And uh, hopefully they'll be able to keep that momentum going into the home match against Racing Louisville. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, uh, we would love to have you along over there, just like we have you here. And we do have a mailbag box over there. Yes, we do. And Dave loves that one too. I love all the mailbag boxes. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week to see how we did. And we're going to have ready. We're going to get ready for the first of multiple multi-game weeks. It is, I mean, I think bare naked ladies said it best. Who needs sleep? Well, you're never going to get it. Never going to get it. And we're going to have to tighten up. (laughs) Yes, we are. All right. Thanks everyone. See you next time. The only thing left to do is to say, go city.